Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, Zach, this is a great house party you got right here. Oh, yeah. Dude, I love being able to to party down. It's good. It's good. Did, did you um just a just a query? I know yeah. that it's a party. You got oh, a lot of good stuff. Party Sorry. stuff here. Do you have any lollies? I'm in the mood for some lollies. The uh, lollies. Um. Uh. No, I actually I went to Woolies the other day. You know, to get lollies, and all their aisles were cleared out. I don't know what was happening. Oh, well, that's well, that's fine. Oh, look, Dave has got some. I go oh. and. Sweet. Let's have a look around. It. <gasps> Thanks, Davo. <gasps> There's a snake lolly. What? There's snake lollies. I don't like snakes. Oh, why did it have to be snakes? Why did it have to be snakes? The snake why lollies. Why did it have no. to be snakes? <laughs> this is where you were going with your snake. That was my intro. What a great intro. Uh, welcome. To- Oldie but a goodie. It's a podcast where we're like, what came out in 1984? This week, Indiana Jones came out in 1984, and we're talking about Temple of Doom. My name is Sandy Sandro, and I'm joined by Zacky Zack. Zacky Zack. Not a fan of snakes. Not a fan of snakes. Why'd it have to be snakes? But maybe a fan of this movie? Uh, yeah, I'd say that. I, I enjoyed this movie. Yeah. I enjoy nearly all the movies of Indiana Jones. Yeah, aside from one of them. <laughs> uh, look, I even enjoyed Crystal Skull, but not as much as the rest of the franchise. I haven't seen it in ages. Probably about eight years? Mm. Yeah, a while. I'd have to go back and, and watch, like, all of them. Because um, you said you watched uh, Raiders before yep. this. Yep. So that's, yep. that's good that you have that sort of comparison, um, because I didn't. But I, I really want to go back and just watch all of them, including Crystal Skull. Let, let's get this out of the way. Crystal Skull, bad. Everyone everyone knows. It's just bad. It's a bad one. It's not as good as the other ones. No. But it's still one of them. Uh... And I feel like I'd need to check it out to see if my... Because um... I can't remember. I knew watching it that I remember it being bad. But I can't remember... How bad? The problem with going back to it is the visuals are awful because the green oh, screen yeah. is absolute garbage. So I mean, going back to this one, oh. uh, there was a quite a bit of green screen yeah, so much. effects, which was uh, amazing. Yeah, I loved it. this one definitely looks worse than Raiders because they relied a lot more on, on special effects. Mm, yeah, the CGI. Oh, uh, well. Uh, there were no other options this week, so... Yeah. What is your first impressions of Temple of Doom, then? All right, first impression... Wait, do you want me to go back to, like, eight-year-old Zach? Hey, it's me, it's eight-year-old Zach. My voice is really high because my balls haven't dropped. Yep. I thought the uh, Temple of Doom was pretty creepy because it's got all the bugs. Uh, me right now... God, those bugs were creepy. Good lord. Um, what did I used to think of this? It definitely was my least favourite of the trilogy because I mm. preferred the archaeological stuff with Indy yeah. rather than the he's like an action hero stuff. Mm. That's true. I liked I liked the cult though. 
that's one of my personal favorites. Yeah. Uh, where they have the whole heart scene and all that, and it's like this sort of weird ancient magic stuff going on. I'm always a big fan of magic. Mm. This like sort of evil magic going on, but also this uh, life giving magic. Yep. These the mystical stones which provide ultra power. Mm. I like I like that part of this film. Like that whole plot line of this film I really like. But the characters <laughs> The characters in this okay, so we'll get to it more later, but mm. the reason why they went from Raiders, which is kind of mm. like Indiana Jones he starts off with a, a little gruff, but he gets nicer as it goes along. Mm. The reason why he's just a constant dick throughout this entire movie is because this is set before Raiders. Mm. So there's no character development for him at all. Yeah. Which is fair enough. I mean, it's a prequel. But also, like, he doesn't really need character development. Maybe? Nah, not at all. Because he's just Indiana Jones. He's, you know, a yeah. bit of a dick. But he's also, you know, an action man that saves the day, mm. whips a guy, hangs a dude with a uh, ceiling fan. You know, it's all in a day's work. Here's a hot take, though. Here's a hot take. Indiana Ooh. Jones, just the same character as Tan Solo. They're the same. They're the same oh, person. Oh, absolutely. They're exactly no, no, the no, same no. person. 100%. I was going to say that as well. They are literally the same character. Yep. But that's fine. I'm okay. Except one's a smuggler. Yes. And one's an archaeologist. That's the only difference. One wears glasses and sometimes teaches. One steals stuff, one smuggles stuff. Yep. They're they're both rogues with the thief archetype. Yep. Me going into D&D nerdism. But yeah, it's been ages since I've seen this one. I always kind of ignore it and just watch the other two. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, It really shows how it's aged. Oh yeah. With some of the CGI. I think we can both agree that we enjoyed the uh cgi <laughs> oh there's one moment that took me right out of it and it was a very like dramatic is it the waterfall no it's when the guy he falls off the ladder and he's just like <laughs> pumping his head on the cliff face <laughs> oh that's a good one yeah, yeah yeah that's that's a good there's a lot of cgi in this film and all yeah. of it Sucks. It's interesting how uh, films with practical effects like, say, Ghostbusters, which is coming mm. up eventually th- this year, it's interesting how that ages well over CGI. Hmm, it's almost like practical effects are better. Ooh, that's a stance. Uh, I, I disagree and agree. I think practical effects hold up way better because yeah. they were really good at those at the time. And CGI only now has reached a stage where it's like, well, not only now, but, you know, only in the last couple of years has it reached a stage where it, like, ages well. Like, they've mm. perfected it. It's an art form that they had to perfect, and just back then, it just wasn't perfected. That's true. Although it's pretty great in Raiders, even though it's mm. only really the ending, but that's spectacular. Where where they've splashed it in in old movies, I think it's really good. Because yeah. they, they work on the small amounts that they have really hard to make it, like, pretty good. Let's get into some details about the film. So yeah. it was released May 23rd, 1984, obviously, directed mm. by Steven Spielberg, legend of the game. Uh, you know what? Steven Spielberg, he's alright. I think his film's pretty good. Pretty good. He's good. A couple good ones. I'll I'll die on that hill. You'll die on the hill that Steven Spielberg's a good director. Uh, no, a pretty good director. Pretty good I wouldn't director. say good. All right, I'd say pretty enough. good though. 
I don't want to go too far, you know. This is two years after E.T., one year after the Twilight Zone movie that he did stuff for. E.T.? E.T. What is is that film? I've never heard of that one. It's about this cat from space (laughs) that has a finger that glows. Uh Good film, I think. I used to love it. Haven't seen it in... Longer than the last time I saw Temple of Doom, so probably 10 years. Well, there you go. No, it's a good film. I saw it, I think, a couple of years ago. It's great. I need to get back to it. It's good stuff. Uh, Story by George Lucas, also Legend of the Game. This is one year after Return of the Jedi, which he famously Mm. had a lot of... um, well, he was he was pretty sick of making movies when he was making Return of the Jedi. He was also going through a pretty messy divorce. And mm. there's a quote here where he says that he thinks that this film is quite dark because of where his head was at during that mm. divorce. Yeah, no, that is very interesting. Uh, he made this a prequel because he didn't want to do Nazis again. So he was like, how about we just set it one year <laughs> before Raiders? <laughs> Yeah, no, that's cool. It's a good reason. It makes sense. And also, like, it's a call to do a prequel mm. as, a, as a sequel. I feel like that's good. It's like a prequel as a sequel, except chronologically, like, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> There's no real, like, yeah, plot yeah. threads. I'd like to see more early in Indiana Jones. Young Indiana Jones. It's a No, that's not what I said. It's good. No, it's good. Is it? The first few episodes where he's, like, a really young kid, pretty rough. Once he's a teenager, it's great. I haven't seen any of that, so I didn't know. It's good. It's good stuff, I think, from when I... Again, I was very young. I should go back to it. (laughs) Should should go back to watching these things before you make such claims. (laughs) I remember it being great. Uh, Screenplay by William Hewick and Gloria Katz. We've seen them before working alongside Lucas because they all wrote Radioland Murders from last year. Mm. The cast, obviously, Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones. We've also got... Kate Capshaw as Willie Scott. Uh, very early role for her. She went on to be in three other movies in 1984 that we will um, get to uh, later in the year, potentially. And she did go on to get married to Steven Spielberg. Good on her. <laughs> she is a Bond girl. This is a Bond character. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was what was said in uh, some of the reviews I read. It's like, this is just a James Bond film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Temple mm. of Doom is... A James Bond movie, though. Like, if they mm. made ten of these, if Harrison Ford made ten Indiana Jones films throughout yep. the 80s and 90s, they would all be a little bit like this, and it would just be historical James Bond. Yeah, pretty much. And that's not a bad um, thing. She, she's a very, like, the, uh, the atypical female character. What do you mean? She just cares about her clothes, and her she does, doesn't want to get dirty. It's 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 sort of exaggerated for for comedy's sake, yeah, I think. Um, she's not a great character. Though. <laughs> she's not really the best character ever, but it's at least on purpose. I feel a lot mm. of the time. I think the actress does well. It's just it's mm. it's not a great role, but also mm. it works for the film. It's yeah, it's still not as bad as some of the other female roles that we've seen. Oh, that we've this seen, year, definitely not. No yeah. way. <laughs> like getting it from that context, she is definitely not that bad, but no. definitely could have been better. I feel. Uh, I want to talk about Short Round. He's played by Jonathan Key mm. Kwan. He was twelve at the time. He also played. Data in The Goonies. Now, I used Mm -hmm. to really like Short Round. (laughs) Yeah. I thought it was a good character, like a good Mm -hmm. kid character. And I think the actor is great in this movie. Mm. I think it's cool that he gets a lot of really cool stuff to do. Mm -hmm. But has it aged well? (laughs) 
not not a fan of short round anymore. I don't. I don't think it's aged. But I mean, the comedy comes from his accent. Mm. That is the joke. There's a yeah. There's a bit of he has an accent, haha, sort of thing, which isn't mm. entirely great. No. But also, he is a child doing adult things, like driving a car, which is funny. Yeah, I like. How he frees all the kids, stuff like that mm. was really cool. He got a I, lot of stuff to do. He like he like he is a good character. There's some good moments with like him and Jones though, which is always dude, good. Dude, I love the card scene. The card scene's one of my favorites Ooh, where they're that, just playing good. cards. I mean Willie's screaming in the background, good on her. <laughs> but they're playing cards and it's like Indiana Jones accidentally cheats. And then, you know, yeah. he accuses, he's like, no, you cheating. Nope, I get all the winnings. And then while he's pointing at him, gesturing at him, Indiana Jones spot that he has an ace up his sleeve. Yeah. And he's like, hey, what's this then? And he's like, oh. And then, and then he, the, the child actor smiles and it feels almost genuine. Like the actor wasn't supposed to smile there, but he yeah. did anyway, because it's kind of funny. Yeah. But it seems like that cheeky sort of uh, child, like, realizing they've been caught and they can't really get away with it. But it they're trying to get away with it anyway. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's that's good. one of my personal favorites. I like yeah. him as a sidekick. I think he's I, cool. I think he's, I think he's a good sidekick and he should return in Avengers Part 2. Amish Puru is in this. He plays the cult leader, Mola Ram. He's a pretty popular villain actor in various Hindu mm. and Indian movies. He passed away in 2005, but not before acting in a total of 12 movies in 2004. Wow. He did 12 movies. That's more than two. Good lord. Uh, we've also got Philip Stone in this, very briefly, as the British captain. He's <laughs> yeah. from uh, yeah. Cl- Clockwork Orange, The Shining, Hitler, mm. The Last Ten Days. He's good. He's, he's Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's good. good he's, oh, he's got like ten minutes, maybe. Yeah. He's alright. He's pretty good. He's a British officer. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm just checking out the area, making sure everything's top-notch. Yeah, that's fine. He's very good. And also, Dan Aykroyd is in this. He has a cameo in the airport. Reception, 85%. Rotten Tomatoes, audience score, 81%. It's pretty good there. Yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty 80% across the board. Uh, 7.6 IMDb, 57 on Metacritic. 57? Jesus. Ah, what are they doing over here? Did they watch the movie? <laughs> Reception was pretty mixed when it came out because some were like, hmm. oh, I like the darker tones, and then other people were like, I hate the darker tones, bring back the fun. Which is fair enough. Um, I thought it was a pretty fun movie. Yeah. Um. People keep talking about the darker undertones, but I I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's dark. I guess it's very dark, but like I like that. Yeah. Uh, I like I, quite I like the, the dark, dark type of, because it's 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 a classic a good defeats evil sort of movie. And it's very spooky and dark, but Indiana Jones, he manages to get out of the situation and defeat the evil bad guys. Easy done. Uh, this film did receive quite a bit of criticism at the time, though, because of its portrayal of Hinduism and was temporarily banned in India. So, that's great. Yeah. No, that that is fair. Uh, a lot of people were like, this film led to bad racist Indian stereotypes, uh, especially the dinner scene, because at the time, everyone was like, oh, you're Indian, you must eat, you, you, you must eat monkey brains, and they were like, of course we don't, you dum-dum. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I feel that. Because it's, it's set in India for for most of the film. Yeah. I feel like there is a little bit of... St- just just, just a, a little, little bit just of stereotyping. Just a little... Just 
just a bit. Just a, just a, no, just a bit. It's also got the mm. whole white savior storyline as well. Yeah, which is <laughs> which is a bit. Uh. Mm. The actor who plays the prime minister in the movie has a quote online about the dinner scene, which I find pretty interesting. Mm. He said that. Uh, Steven Spielberg intended it as a joke the joke being that Indians were so smart that they knew all Westerners think that Indians eat cockroaches so they served Mm. them what they expected the joke was too Ah. subtle for the film though right apparently in the original script as well there was a scene where Indy was like uh, even if they're trying to scare us away a devout Hindu would never touch meat makes you think if these people are doing something else a hint that they gave them the food to kind of scare them off, even though they wouldn't yeah, eat yeah. that sort of thing in real life, which is interesting. Yeah, because I, I did get the, the the point where they were like, the undertones of not big fans of the British being there. Mm. Uh, that was very subtle, quotation marks, where the guy's like, oh yes, the British, uh, they're, they're real protective of us, makes us feel like well-cared-for children or whatever, you <laughs> yeah. know. And and you do you do get that that scene where the lady's like, oh, I don't know if I'll eat anything, and the other guy's like, come on, dig in, ha ha ha. It makes sense, and I like I like that as a as the sort of undertones that they were just like torturing these white people. I think that yeah, if that is the meaning behind that scene, it makes it a lot better for sure. On the surface, probably not great. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. This film is also incredibly influential with the American rating system because this film, mm. I don't know if you noticed, Zach, it's pretty damn violent for a family movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, hearts being ripped it's out. It's an awful lot. However, this isn't an R-rated movie. Uh, Steven Spielberg suggested to the Motion Picture Association of America that they change mm. their rating system to introduce something in between PG and R because there were a lot of films like this and gremlins that were quite violent but weren't necessarily made for adults so yeah. that they were like put something in the middle and the rating systems were like yeah okay so they made pg-13 which eventually yeah. came to australia as m so yeah yeah what a, there was a there was a quote i read somewhere which was like no no one 12 or under should watch this or something is what he said i watched this when i was like seven so <laughs> i said eight so you know yeah <laughs> The rules, they're, they're more like guidelines. <laughs> guidelines. It cost $28.2 million. What do you think it made? $250. Ah, uh, more than that. $500? Made $333 oh, million. Oh, okay. I, w- I was in the ballpark. Yeah, it's still the lowest out of the entire franchise. Raiders made about three ninety. Mm. Last Crusade, two seventy five. Crystal Skull, almost $800 million. So mm. it's the lowest, but I think that that makes sense because it was pretty violent compared to the others. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I think that means we have no choice but to jump into it. Yeah, let's just let's just jump into it. So it's set in 1935. We open in Shanghai, and there is a stage show. See, ah, uh, dude, I I I love the intro. It's just this random ass, you know, dance scene. <laughs> While the credits roll by, it's good. What what do you what do you think? Of because mm. in Raiders, and I yep. rewatched this, so I know it. I rewatched the version on Netflix, so the latest version. Mm. The f- yep. font in Raiders is just Raiders of the Lost Ark in like kind of small, thin green font. In this one, mm. they use the Indiana Jones logo and are like Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. 
Mm, yes, but they uh, they also have the credits um, as well, uh, which are uh, like red. Yeah. Just sort of like bold letters. Which is interesting because they then go back to the style of font from Raiders for Crusade. Ah, do It's they? interesting that they went for uh, no. for such an in-your-face credit sequence. I like it. I think it's good. Yeah, yeah, I I enjoyed it. I mean, the scene itself is very enjoyable, mm. so it's hard not to enjoy. Although, I did think the text was, like, very in-your-face, distracting you from, you know... The intro that's actually happening in the background, which I was almost more interested in. Yeah. It's in front mm. of all the dancers, but behind Willy. So. Yes, which I, I like that effect. It's a good effect. It, it looks great. Yeah. I thought it was very clever. The general premise of this scene is uh, there's this. Would you say crime lord? Some, some, some sort of mob boss, sort yeah. of. In Shanghai. He's hired Indy to find uh, the. Narachi, I believe it's called. Yeah, the ancient ashes of the first emperor. That's right. And uh, Indy found it, and then they sent a guy after him to steal it. And he's like, mm. what's going on here? You're not paying me? Oh, it's great. I love the scene. He he waltzes up to the table, and they, they start a back and forth, and it's like, so you managed to get the ashes? And he's like, yeah, you know I did, because you try and send a guy to grab them. Yeah. <laughs> it's this it's this nice back and forth, you know? Mm. The skill and the the negotiation is really like iconic sort of thing. It's good, yeah. It's very again, there's a lot of similarities, quite James Bondy in this moment mm, as well. Yeah. But I I, I, I like this because it shows that um Indiana Jones isn't an idiot when it comes to this. He like yes. He knows how to play the game. Which you wouldn't it, know from a lot of the previous films, because he's very much making it up as he goes along in this one, and he, he's kind of commanding the situation. It's nice to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I like the line where it's like, he's like, you have dishonoured my son by accusing him of uh, the um, robbery. And he's like, no, you've dishonoured me by trying to steal it. <laughs> that was good, yeah. It's like turning the tables on the guy. Uh, we're introduced to Willie. She comes up. One of the first lines is, I thought archaeologists were always funny little little men searching for their mummies. <laughs> and, then, and then Indiana Joe. Uh, did you have the subtitles on? Yes, yeah. Yeah, and so he corrects her to mummies. <laughs> um, as in the, the tomb the wrapped up mummies. Yeah. Uh, Good joke. Is, it's, really, it's really funny in the... The subtitles, because she says mummies like your mum, and he says mummies like a tomb. Yeah. Which is, it's only in the subtitles, which is great. Uh, then, uh, yeah, the the crime lord, he pulls a gun on Indy, so mm. he pulls a knife on Willy, and they're like, yep. what's going to happen here? A little bit of tension, which was nice. Yeah. There's like a turntable between them, so he chucks uh, a bag of coins on the turntable, passes it over... But Indy's like, no, 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 no. I asked for the diamond. Yeah. Uh, the accuser pulls out the diamond, puts it on the table. They spin it around. Then he grabs this diamond. And he's like, eh, hey, cheers. And he pulls out. He, he gestures over to uh, a friend mm -hmm. who brings over the uh, statue. The real hero of the movie. He gets killed off way too quickly. 
So he passes over the ashes, yep. and they're like, ah, oh, yes, the ashes. And then uh, Indiana Jones toasts. Unfortunately, mm. uh, the drink had poison in it. It did. Uh, never drink a drink that's offered to you from a mob boss. Indeed. And he's got oh. the antidote, and Indy's like, buddy, give me the antidote. And they're like, nah, we're going to kill your friend. So they kill his friend. At this point, Indiana Jones sweating. Yeah. You know, the poison, it's taken effect. The guy gets skewered. By this flaming meat skewer. A flaming meat skewer at a dude and just impales him. It completely impales him. So the antidote goes flying. It was a bit like out of the blue, honestly, for me. I I was not expecting that. I thought it was great. I did not remember that scene happening. I was just a bit like, oh, that was a bit violent. Uh, Good lord. The antidote is rolling around on the floor with the diamond and Willie's trying to find the diamond but she keeps finding the antidote because at this point everyone's panicking there's loads of crowds of people there's a lot of them that somehow don't file their way out in like less than a minute they're all just running around like headless chickens i think it makes sense yeah i think (laughs) no 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 if you think about it it doesn't though there's so many people and they're running back and forth not in the same direction to get out they're just running back and forth i guess there is also dancers that that pop in at one point yeah there are that just start dancing as well it's weird but they're kicking around these di- the diamond and the antidote and it's flying around on the dance floor while they're yeah. crawling around trying to get it. Meanwhile, the accuser boss is trying to get his bad guys to shoot Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, she finds the antidote and pockets it and he's like, wait there, you- you're coming with me. We're going to escape mm. together. And the way that they escape is pretty epic. Yep. There's a giant symbol. He loosens it up. It rolls along the ground. They use that as cover and then fly out of the window. It's pretty fun. Uh, mm. From the outside, we see that the club is called Obi-Wan. So that's yes. great. Yes. Ha-ha. A little Ha-ha. reference there. References. Yeah, they that's jump nice. down in a short round's car. He says, Okie dokie, Dr. Jones, hold your potatoes. Which I thought was funny. <laughs> and <laughs> a classic line. And they escape. Uh, I've got a note here saying there's already been two... Wilhelm screams, and we're only 12 minutes mm, into the movie. Yeah, no, there is, like, several. So Like, many. later on at the end of the, the climax of the movie, mm. they're, they're up on the bridge and stuff, and people are falling off, and of course they have to make the Wilhelm yeah. scream. It's great. It's only in Raiders maybe once, but they put it in so much in this movie. Yeah, film, no. I think it's fun. Yeah, I I agree with a lot of people that it's very distracting. Oh, yeah. I prefer it if it's in once, and I go, ah, there it is. Mm. And then you don't do it again. <laughs> the car chase is pretty great. Love the car chase. It ends with mm. them going to an airport, uh, and I'm pretty sure C-3PO is the guy that approaches them. I think it's the actor. He sounds pretty similar. Mm. It's either him or Dan Aykroyd. I don't know which one. <laughs> they He's procured them a plane, so they... they run in, they jump on the plane, and he's like, ha-ha, I've gotten away. And we see the Yakuza boss just get there and sort of shake his fist at him. How dare you get away? And then uh, Indiana Jones closes the door, and it has the, the mob boss's name on the plane. Yeah, and he's like, ha-ha-ha. And it's like, goodbye, Dr. Jones. <laughs> he motions to the pilots, and they're like, yep, yeah, we know what to do. I think they probably call him up and it's like, hey, buddy, if you could uh, ditch the plane, uh, just just run the fuel out and uh, jump out of the plane if you could. Make sure you take the parachutes. Don't don't forget those. But uh, yeah, so uh, Indiana Jones dies. That'd be good. Uh, and while you're at it, don't don't try like you know 
pointing the plane at the ground or anything. Just leave it. <laughs> yeah. Fine. That was ah whatever. It's fine. That is what they do. They sneak out. Willie wakes up and is like, "Oh no! Oh no! No one's flying the plane." Which is a great quote. It's iconic. Yep. No one's flying the plane. And so their plan is, they get an inflatable uh, a boat. <laughs> They jump out of the plane in the boat. Yep. I liked the quote, A boat, we're not sinking, we're crashing. Wah, wah. Uh, yeah, people have an issue with him surviving a nuke in a uh, in a fridge. Yeah. Uh, but no one has an issue with him falling out of the sky in an inflatable boat. Let's say, let's say it's like 30 feet or something. It looks pretty... I mean, the fall goes on for like at least 10 seconds. It's, it, it's pretty high, but also it's not... It's not high enough that it's unreasonable that the first part of the fall they could survive while still, like, maybe breaking a leg or something. I, th- I think it's survivable, but they definitely should have broken a leg or something. Yeah. Not come out of it, like, not even a scratch. That's my issue with it, is that they just... It just kind of turns into them sledding down a hill. I think I think Mythbusters did a thing on it as well at I some point. I think they did. Yeah, you're right. I haven't... Yeah, I mm. check that out. That's just the first bit of the scene, by the way. There's even worse bits that come up. Yeah, they go down a down a mountain, then they go off a cliff, and then they land in some rapids. They, they cut between uh, props sliding down on a boat, and then them in the green screen room sliding down on it. What do you mean? Very obvious nowadays. <laughs> But uh... It's definitely not that them in the green screen room with a fan blowing on their face. <laughs> Never. That's definitely not what this scene is. Absolutely They're not. They're not staying in the same place going, whoa, it's rocking around. That's not what this yeah. is. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, yeah. The rapids is what annoyed me, though. I thought the rapids looked worse. What do you mean the rapids? The cliff that they go off. The cliff is... The fall is almost bigger... <laughs> Then the the fall from the plane. At that point, I knew that this was some sort of like magical boat, though, so it didn't really annoy me. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, no. This, this, it seemed bigger than the fall from the plane, because the plane was just about to crash anyway. Mm-hmm. Also, falling onto a river, they, they definitely break a bone or something like. Definitely. Uh, they escape the rapids mm. and we got a great quote from Willie where she says I hate the water and I hate being wet and I hate you <laughs> three things you can just agree with absolutely so they are now in India they see, see this old man and they follow him to this poor village yep they reveal that one of their stones their guardian stones have been uh, mm. stolen and they're like, yeah. Indiana Jones, you have been sent by the gods to help us retrieve this stone. Yes, you, white man, you have been sent to save all of us. Yep. Thank goodness this white person is here to save the day. Meanwhile, Willie is like, Ugh, their food is gross. I don't like food that's not from western places. Yikes. Yucko. To be fair, it's kind of realistic, though. For her character, it makes complete sense that she would be like yeah. this. Yeah, definitely. Which sort of hurts some of the time. It's like, yeah... You know what? That's probably what she would do. She'd be like, "No, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to eat it." And he's like, "They are starving. <laughs> they are starving people, and they are offering their food as a sign of goodwill. Mm. Please, goddamn, eat it." Which is the nice thing about Indy in this movie. He's quite respectful towards mm. all this stuff, which is good. Oh yeah, not... he's very respectful towards people. Like he knows their cultures and respects them and like their traditions and all of that, which I like. Yeah. 
which is which is quite good. He still wants to steal all their stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, he'll still take their. Uh, although, to be fair, in this, he doesn't take the relic. He returns it to them, and is like, "Hey, yeah, here you go." He's a pretty bad archaeologist when you think about yeah, it. He's potentially a, the worst a... archaeologist. To be fair, he literally sees them glow with magic. Yeah. I just want to see him do some actual archaeology. I just want a whole movie of him <laughs> dusting off you some just, bones. You just you just want, like, an hour movie where it's just, like, him in an excavation site, yep. you know, digging up the ground, and it's like, ooh, this is part of the ceramic pot. Mm. <laughs> to be honest, that's probably an episode of Young Indiana Jones. <laughs> I mean, probably, like, an ancient... Ancient dynasty pot. Like, Although I'm yeah. pretty sure in the first episode he stops a child slavery ring. Like, in the first episode he does that. Mm. So maybe not. I don't know. But yeah, definitely, definitely missing those in a hole in the ground, dusting off a old piece of pottery scene. Yeah. yeah. We really need those scenes in these sort of movies. Uh, so they jump on some elephants and they head mm. off to the palace. Uh, Willie keeps putting perfume on the elephant... Um, oh. which is annoying. But what is more annoying to me, I think, is Short Round being like, this elephant's my best friend. Come with me to America and join a circus. What do you, what do you mean? Yes, this elephant should be locked up and not kept here in India where it can do whatever it wants. But uh, I have a problem with Willie and this scene. One, <laughs> you're torturing this elephant with this super potent pe- perfume. They yeah. have a very sensitive nose to these sort of things quite large don't know if you've noticed um but also she says it's very expensive and then next scene uses it on the elephant (laughs) yep it's very expensive stop wasting it on the elephant well she's rich i yeah i get the elephant is smelly it's a smellophant more like it am i right oh i hate that yeah um that poor elephant though (laughs) like oh well, it gets its retribution, though, which is great. Yeah, it sprays her with water, and then she screams, I ain't been outside! Because <laughs> <laughs> she falls off into a pool of water. She gets her comeuppance, as it were. So, they're going along. There's a there's a, there's a scene where they, they first bump into a statue of Kali, and it scares off the... Uh... Scares off the guide. Yeah, the guides are like, nope, we're not going any further, and the, they take the elephants. The statues have, like, gruesome necklaces, which looked really good. However, yeah. I'm pretty sure one of those statues is the exact same statue that's in the opening of Raiders. I'm th- I think they're the same mm. prop. Yeah, it might be. I might I be wrong, know. but they look very similar, considering I watched them back to back. Yeah, but they are cool. The the practical statue effects, very cool. Oh, yeah. I like the lion as well when the guide runs off with the elephants and Indy's like, we walk from here. It's a good line. Yeah, it's a good moment. I like when Willie's like, they're stealing our elephants. <laughs> you know, the ones that they gave to you? <laughs> yeah. Out of the kindness of their hearts, they, they let you ride on elephants and guided them for you? Yeah, they're stealing those. How dare they, Willie? Oh, the moment where they're, like, walking up to the palace and the bats are going everywhere. The music's incredible mm. in that scene. Oh, it's good. Very, very foreboding. Yes, almost. it's good. And they it's approach great. the palace and the Prime Minister is there and he's like, Oh, I recognise in the name Indiana Jones. You're a famous archaeologist, even though you've done nothing. <laughs> For the thing of archaeology, <laughs> you're famous you for people. literally not bringing back a fucking thing. <laughs> you useless bastard! 
And which seems like a very, like, aggressive line for the Prime <laughs> Minister to say. So they go into the palace. Willy dresses up like a princess and mm. is like, hmm, does the Maharaja have a wife? And they're like, no. And she's like, hmm. Mm, gotta get me some of that rich. Turns out he's a little 12-year-old boy. And she's like, hmm. No. Uh, no, thank you. I like I like um, short rounds line of uh, maybe he's into older women. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good line. That was pretty funny. Um, uh, snake surprise. I've just got that written down in my notes. Snake surprise. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a mother snake that they you know kill and cook up, but the snakes like the little baby snakes are still in its stomach. So they they coil it around the thing and then they open it up and all the little baby snakes emerge. Yeah, a crawling mass. Yeah, which is just delightful, honestly. Pretty much. The um, Maharaja he, he talks about how he's ashamed of their history, the palace's mm. history in particular, because the Thuggy cult used to be there, and they used yep. to sacrifice people to their flame gods into Kali, yeah. a whirlpool of CGI lava. <laughs> mm, yes, because Indiana Jones is like, oh yeah, I'm really interested in the uh, old history of this place. Yep. Have you heard of the Thuggy cult? And and the prime minister is like, no, 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 thuggy cult here, no, 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 no. We erased all of that. The prime minister has the same voice as the British captain. <laughs> oh yes, same. <laughs> no, no, the British cap is way more British. He's like, that's that's exactly how he sounds. Exactly. And then you've talks. got the prime minister who's like, no, 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 thuggy cult here. No, 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 don't no, no. like it. They all died off, and nothing's wrong here. Nope. No, we didn't kidnap children. No, we didn't take any relics. Uh, no, we don't have a man underneath the palace who was really good at tearing hearts out of people, even though. It's never explained. Would you like some monkey brain ice cream? Here. Mm. <laughs> Enjoy. Uh, Willie has a fainting spell, obviously. Obviously she um, does. Because she is a dainty woman, so she has to at least once in this movie. Yep. I liked after the dinner scene sh- sh- short, short round in India, walking back to their rooms, and Indy's like, I think I'd better check on Willie. And short round's like, that's all you better do. Tell me later what happened. Wink, wink. <laughs> like, you're 12. <laughs> You're twelve. To be fair, you know that's puberty time. That's yeah. That's hard. To be fair, like you're twelve years old, but you're also the the sidekick to Indiana Jones, who was basically mm. James Bond. So yeah, this would happen a lot. Yeah, Indy um, brings Willie some fruit, and she's like, "Oh yeah, let's flirt." Oh uh, yeah, he says he says he says something. Uh, Oh, it's like, uh, like um, she goes. This will be the the best time of your life, and he's like, "We'll see about that. I have to make sure I do thorough research on the situation. I'll let you know in the morning." And she's like, "How freaking dare you?" <laughs> Which is fair enough. Yeah, it's funny. And then she's like, "You'll be back here in five minutes." So they each check their clocks constantly for yeah. like two minutes for the other person to come over. Yeah, and Indy's about to go i guess but then a man suddenly appears from the painting behind him which is a great yeah. scene yeah no that's very freaky i kind of rewound it a couple seconds to actually see if the man is there for the whole time and he is it's good stuff yeah yeah so it's, that, it's like because there's a painting with all these like guards and stuff of the palace painted on it yeah and he's just in between them so you just don't see him at all, and then he just suddenly appears. It's very cool. It's good, yeah. Very well done. Uh, then he starts choking Indy to death, and, and Short Round's like, uh-oh, 
Yeah, he hears the, like, sounds of fighting, so he brings Indy yeah. his whip. Well, originally he thinks it's the sounds of something else, but... <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. He he heard, hears these loud sounds happening, and he's like, oh, no. And then, like, smashing sounds, and he's like, oh, wait, that's <laughs> wait, not good. So he gives Indy the whip, and, uh, yeah, long story short, he hangs the guy on the fan. She's a bit of a bummer, dude. Yeah, that poor guy. Whoopsie daisy. At first, I thought that like his head was going to go through the fan and just explode everywhere, but they don't. <laughs> no, th- that they is, don't it's, that. Not a, it's not a horror movie. It's, <laughs> it's not, not like a cheesy horror movie. I mean, they do that in Raiders, but you know. Yeah. They go and check on Willie, and they notice that there is a draft behind one of the stone carvings on the fireplace. Mm. So he feels up the carvings. It leads to a. Uh, it leads to a pathway. A pathway just filled with, with bugs. The ground is bugs. Yep, it is horrifying. Honestly, I would not be a fan of going in there. That's fair enough. It, that's pretty look, fair enough. I'm not gonna act all brave and tough. I'd be like, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to the palace and uh, have some monkey brains. I feel maybe, maybe there's some leftovers. Mm. So they go into this smaller room. Short round stands up against a wall, and uh... no, no, no. He's told to stand up against the wall. It's not his fault. It's definitely not his fault. It's definitely not his fault. Yeah, just... he leans on a on like a stone brick yeah. by accident, and it like pushes in, and now the ceiling starts to collapse. There's a really cool shot of this skeleton almost looking like it's standing up because the the spike is mm. pushing it higher and higher. Incredible shot. Terrified yeah, me yeah. when I was seven. I was like, oh, this is a blade skeleton! Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they start yelling, and then Willie hears them, and he's like, oh, no. I'm gonna get all dirty again. So she oh, goes through, dear. and she sees all the bugs, and she's like, oh, let me into the room. But Indy's like, no, let us out of the room. And for what she doesn't scream, like, one little bit during this entire scene. So... Doesn't she, like, chip her nail or something? And she's like, oh, I chipped my nail. Uh, okay. This is before she sees the bugs. She's like, oh, man, I chipped a nail. And she, like, turns her hand over and sees a bug on her hand. And she's like, ah, ah. She's got to stick her hand in a gross hole. And then she does that and she saves them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was that? She sticks her hand sticks in her. Sticks her hand in a gross hole. Gross hole. That's Point my of the century. <laughs> Um, oh, but before she does that, there's another really cool scene where this spike is, like, going through Indy's hat, and it's, like, right next to his face. Mm, it looks yeah. dangerous. Great shot. There's some good stuff in I this I mean, movie. yeah, I think that's the intent. Yeah. There's spikes in a ceiling that's slowly going to crush them. I think it's not exactly friendly. I think so. Anyway, I thought no. that shot was pretty spectacular. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This whole scene's pretty good. I like this scene. There, she walks in, and then she also goes against the wall. And yeah, she also accidentally presses the the button again. So the the walls start closing again, and they're like, "Oh no, not again!" And they they quickly run out. Yeah, they go under the lowering slab, enter a dark mm. red cave, quite ominous. They hear chanting, and it leads them to a thuggy ceremony where they are. Yep sacrificing a dude the design for this chamber is pretty cool dude the sets in this this movie are really cool yeah they're good stuff this was this was my favorite yeah because you could see this like whole room's been set up with this giant statue Mm. which must have taken them ages to build and stuff like that's where some of this budget's going is that that room it was amazing they put a man in a cage and then the the leader pulls out his heart 
Now, how does he? How does he? How does he do that? Is he super powered? Yeah, that, it's magic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is it magic though? Yes, because the guy stays alive and his wound heals up behind <laughs> yeah. the heart. It's definitely magic. It's absolutely <laughs> magic. What? <laughs> the thing is though, like in Raiders. Mm-hmm. Indy says, I don't believe in magic. Oh, yeah, that is Even weird. though he's seen this in his past. So either mm. this isn't magic, or he forgot, or mm. it's almost like they made this film second. Anyway, he pulls out his heart, and then it's it's pretty cool, because the guy's wound then heals up behind mm. him, and he's holding this beating heart. It looks great for the time, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, and then they lower him into the, the fiery pit of swirling CGI lava. Yep. Uh, and it looks pretty good. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it does look good. It looks... I didn't have a problem with CGI lava, except actually, no, the shots where it's like behind them, you can tell it's being lowered into CGI. Yeah, the shots uh, where it's great. more of like a uh, the side shots are good. But as he's lowered into the lava, the heart lights on fire, which I thought was cool. It's like it's still in his chest, but mm. it's not. Uh, there's a bunch of stones and they're glowing, and Indy's like, oh, I'm going to wait for everyone to leave this temple so I can take the stones. Yeah, everyone just leaves. <laughs> yeah, There's not a single person that stays back, so Indiana Jones just sort of walks around and uh, grabs the stones. He grabs the stones, but then he hears the cries of children, and he's like, oh, I should probably go on and investigate that. Oh, there was also a jump scare as Willie and Short Round get captured as well. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a, a slight jump scare. Yeah, he finds a mine. There's a bunch of child slaves in the mine, and he's like, mm. "Oh no, this is not good." Then he gets locked up with a with a bunch of them, and it's revealed that yeah. the kids are forced to drink this blood, and it kind of turns them into just like emotionless, thoughtless machines. I liked how you got to drink it out of a skull. Yeah, the skull cup was, like, pretty pretty gross. Pretty gross. And then it, it poured blood into Indiana Jones' mouth, but he spits it out, like, ha-ha. Yeah. Uh, they whip him up a bit, punch him up a bit, and then force him to drink it. There's the voodoo doll as well. Ooh, the yeah, doll. the voodoo doll. Which I completely forgot about. I, I remember it. I remember a, a lot of these things from the Lego game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough. Because you play through the Lego game and it has a lot of these scenes as, like, Lego. There's a boss battle where it's this child torturing Indy because it's the the prince running around the level and you have to chase Mm. after him. And every time he gets away, there's, like, a tiny cutscene where you see him torturing the voodoo doll. I remember that. Great stuff. Before they ruined it by adding in actual voices. Yeah, I'll say it. I'll say it prefer it when it was silent but just then being like hmm. absolutely i liked the silent That's comedy good. um not in one of the star wars games it's really bad like it's like different studio oh the clone wars one yeah the yeah clone, it's yeah. like the clone wars one it's really bad in that but the other ones it's really good the clone wars game in general wasn't very good welcome to oldie but a goodie the show where we review lego games uh, <laughs> i used to love the batman one where you could play as the villains it was good stuff oh yes yeah oh that's a great it's a classic a anyway he drinks the blood and then he transforms into a werewolf uh don't remember that one He's like writhing around on the bed, be like, ah, 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 and it looks like he's transforming into something. It's quite a good I, scene, but it does feel a little bit out of place. I, I, I didn't feel that. I mean, obviously, he was struggling against this potion that's taking control of his mind. Ooh. 
and then he's all like, let's let's get down to business with these dank rituals, yo. Yeah, so they do another, another ceremony. I guess it's the day after? Mm, yeah, I think so. Or do they do multiple ceremonies a day? It could have been a week, for all we know. Yeah, we have no idea. Because we do see Short Round in the mines, like, mining away, so... Actually, yeah, it could, it could have been a while. Hey, look, they had the, they had the like, morning ritual for, you know, all the mothers and families to come in and then the sort of evening ritual if you're like you know for the for the young hip teenagers you know Mm. you gotta have that that hip teenage one and they have a bit of youth group afterwards you know you're not wrong they they play all the the more funky upbeat tunes rather than you know instead of sacrificing um just a guy they sacrifice willie who's yeah, a yeah, yeah. famous and attractive singer. Yeah, yeah. It's it's more in tune with the kids. Yeah. They, can, they can do their Snapchats and TikToks. Exactly. Like, all oh, sacrificing this famous person. Whoa. What? Anyway, Willie, yeah, she's the next sacrifice. She's not yelling as much in this scene as I think the character would. We cut between her being locked up in a cage and lowered into a pit and sh- short round trying to escape the mines. Mm. We cut between the two. Eventually, short round he gets into the uh the ceremony room and he slaps indy he's like you wake up and then indy's like yo nah i'm gonna sacrifice you next and he's like <gasps> indy no so he burns indy yeah so there's a bit of a fight scene where he's chased around by bad guys but he gets a torch and he waves it around and then indy tries to get him and he just he burns him he just burns him and that seems to snap him out of it the cure from this is is the fire, which is interesting because they're like sacrificing people to a fire. So maybe there's a connection there with fire and that. Yeah, it is quite. But it snaps Indy out of it. But Indy, uh, quick thinking, mm-hmm. thinking on his feet, uh, pretends to be evil still as he's like, no, the, the little one's mine. So don't kill him. Let me kill him. Yeah, I'll do it. And he's like, hey, hey, listen, I'm not actually evil. I'll kill you. I'm not evil. You hear me? Sorry, Indy? Yeah. What, what? It's me. You don't sound like you. You sound you, weirdly Australian. You remember how I drink the stuff? <laughs> yes. It brainwashed me, but it also turned me into an Aussie. But now I'm... Oh, right. I thought I thought you had taken multiple potions. Like, you started off as Australian, then took a potion <laughs> to make you into Indiana Jones. <laughs> And then took another potion to become evil. Yeah. And now that snapped you out of both of them and you've come back to your true form. <laughs> An Australian outspec. Oh, Australian Indiana Jones would be pretty cool. I'd watch oh, that. Oh, crikey, mate. And over the gem, mate. And <laughs> a flag of VB. Will we slab? That'll be all right. For all our international listeners, VB is um, a very memeable Australian beer. <laughs> it's a Victorian bitter. Yeah. And it's a beer... Uh, they beat everyone up. Uh, I really liked how Indy's going to save Willie. He uses the Prime Minister's body to stop her descent. He puts his hat back on. He helps every single person escape. We get a bunch of scenes of all the kids fighting back, which is awesome. Mm, yeah, I love the fight scene. Um, so the they go into the the mines to save the children, and he, he fights this giant guard dude that he's been battling throughout these scenes um but meanwhile uh the prince pulls out the voodoo doll and then gets like this pin and starts torturing indy Mm. so short round has to like uh hop up a like a conveyor 
that's like lifting rocks and he jumps on and then starts fighting the prince to get the the pin out of the voodoo doll meanwhile the the super evil guard dude like puts indiana jones on the uh the stone crushing device mm. like conveyor belt and yeah. like holds him down there short round manages to pull the pin out of the voodoo doll and so indiana jones suddenly gets the advantage and and flips the the bad guy on his back and starts punching him. Meanwhile, in the background, Willie's being useless, <laughs> completely useless. Is is like air boxing? Yeah, pretty much. It's like yeah, yeah, get him. He squashes the big guy as well through the. Yeah, manages to hold the big guy down, and then the big guy gets uh, squashed by the rock machine, which we yeah. don't see. Which honestly, thank goodness. I mean, we don't see a lot of the gruesome deaths in this which franchise. We do see the blood mm. on the on the wheel afterwards, and that's about as graphic as I think it needed to get because this is a yeah. family movie. So you know. Yeah, I think so. I agreed. Also. So, uh, short round, he puts fire on that kid, and the kid is now not evil, and is like, this is how you escape. Yeah, it turns out the the kid has been mind-controlled. Anyway, they jump in a minecart, and this is the best part of the movie. As they start getting chased on uh, minecarts. There's no music in this Hmm. sequence until the moment where... Until the point where there are two rails and there's two carts on either side of those rails. That's when the music comes in. But there's like four, maybe five minutes of just silence and action, which is great. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was timed well. I thought it was good. It's really good. Um, There's a couple kind of scratchy CGI moments where a cart, Hmm. like hits a guy on a track and goes flying off and it looks pretty bad. It just gets launched. Yeah. It's like, ah, yes. There goes the CGI cart. R.I.P. Yeah. But it, um, you know, it's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it looks it's like fine. scenes. So they're, they're like running through and uh, they go underneath uh, a, like a trough of rocks or whatever. So Indiana Jones hits it with a spade mm-hmm. and it like just after them like pours all these rocks onto the uh, the bad guys. So they, they crash. Yeah. There, there's a couple of guys that manage to, like, hop onto the cart itself, and Indiana Jones has to punch one of them off. Yeah, good He moment. punches them off, turns to the uh, to the other two and, like, smiles. Ha, see, I got him, sort of smile. And then the guy springs back up. Like, yeah. he grabbed the side of it and starts fighting again, and he's like, oh! I thought that was great. That is good. There's a moment where a cart falls over, and then one of the bad guys' cart hits that cart, and... Mm. I think the cart that was on the ground is completely CGI. Mm. The cart that is on rails is real. But the contact looked pretty good. It was actually surprisingly yeah, it, good. It's, it's pretty good. It was a good mm-hmm. moment. It's one of the only CGI moments. Yeah, the CGI in this scene's not too bad because it doesn't dwell on it for very long. It's yeah, just like... they're quite short. Well, I mean, it's a fast-paced scene in general. So it's, a, it's a very fast-paced scene and it's already pretty, like blurry and mm. you know yeah it, it it works it works a lot better yeah uh they're also being chased by water that's important uh as they're getting away the the main bad guy dudes like release the water get them and so they just tip over this giant vat of water that yep. like floods the tunnels they do that yeah i believe indiana joe's he stops the cart by slamming his foot into the wheel as yeah. a brake yep he uses his Shoes as brakes, which makes them catch on fire. That should have like ripped through the rubber and like burnt his foot. Like, oh, it definitely. I've done, that, I've done that before. 
uh, on a scooter or on it. And just on a scooter, it becomes so hot that it, like, melts rubber and stuff. Oh, yeah. Let alone on a minecart. On a cart, it would have gone through his shoe pretty instantaneously. Yeah, he wouldn't Yeah, have... like, burnt the rubber off and burnt his foot. Yeah, he like, wouldn't have yeah. gotten off as easy as he does. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he gets off pretty easy for only having his shoe on fire for a little bit. Yeah, so he manages to stop the mine cart, and he's like, water, water, water. Water, quick, i got to put out my foot. Water, 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 water. And then we see off in the distance this flood coming, and he's like, water, 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 water. It's a pretty good point, because he's like, water, 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 water. Again, it's just a Han Solo moment, because Han Solo would 100% do the same thing. Absolutely. And uh, so they quickly run out this tunnel, they get to the end of it, and it's like open out onto a cliff. Now you have issues with this scene, right? Yeah, uh, they quickly run to the side of the, the cliff as this water just sort of jets out. And there's like a two second scene where it's like a long distance shot of the water pouring out. You see them on the cliffside, and they are very, like, obviously CGI'd, like, puppet outlines of the characters. Oh, okay. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's not great. It's like the, the, like, YouTube-level CGI that you see nowadays mm-hmm. sort of thing. It doesn't last for too long, because then they've got to cross the bridge anyway. Mm, yeah, so they climb up. This annoyed me, because they get on the bridge, and Willie's mm. like, I don't like this bridge, it doesn't look safe. And so Short Round is like, I'm going to jump up and down on this bridge. I mean, yeah. And show you that it's safe. Then he just falls yeah. through. I mean, he's 12 years old, so it makes sense. Yeah, then he falls through and then gets eaten by a crocodile. I, I also had issues with the scene. I was like, wow, <laughs> that child just died. Yeah. But no. Uh, it's um, one of the only moments where he's acting like a kid so much that it annoyed me, but it also, yeah. I don't know, whatever. I mean, yeah, probably pretty stupid. I mean, this bridge is a pretty large wooden old bridge. I wouldn't have jumped on it personally. No. Although it did remind me of Shrek. Mm. The Shrek scene where Donkey doesn't want to go on the bridge. <laughs> Just saying. So. It's like that. So they head off on the bridge and they cross it and then are met by Mola Ram on the other side. Meanwhile, Indy has to fight a bunch of guys with swords and he's like, Mm. oh, guys with swords, I've done this before. I'm going to reach for my gun. Except this is a prequel. So either this is a move that he pulls all of the time. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a reference to the previous movie, and I think that's what he does. He he just pulls a gun out on sword people, which makes sense. Except he doesn't have a gun in, in this one, so he has to fight them. Yeah, he's like, uh-oh, my gun's missing. So he gets chased by these guys, he gets on the bridge, there's a very tense standoff between him and the Mullah Ram, and so what mm. he does is he chops one of the ropes and the bridge just cuts in half and... Half the men mm. go flying down into the the river below. I like the bad guy. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Well, I mean, it was pretty obvious what he was going to do at the end there. There's not much out other than no. cut the bridge. Yeah, well, or jump. This must be the best day of those gators' lives. Oh, uh, yeah. Because they're I getting mean, so much food. I mean, there's there's a lot of gators down there so obviously something's sustaining them maybe they eat some of the sacrifices occasionally i don't Ooh, know but yeah no those uh those crocodiles were having a great day yeah they, they, there was food just falling from the sky phenomenal day to be a crocodile uh the, the the bridge has been cut in half and mm. 
Indy and the team, but also the bad guy, are hanging onto one of the bridges. They're all hanging mm. onto one of them. They've got to climb up. And so he he has a bit of a fight with the Molaram. I wrote down a note saying, Heart grab refused, mister. Because he tries to grab Indy's heart. And he's like, no. I like this because the, the guy like uses tries to grab Indiana Jones' heart. Mm. And the guy's real confident about it. But Indiana Jones isn't tied up yeah. like his usual targets. So he just sort of grabs the hand. They struggle for a bit. And then Indiana Jones sort of just pushes his hand. Like, it's like, not today. And the guy's like, oh, this is a lot harder when they're not tied up. <laughs> yeah. sort of, he, he was all confident before, but then he wasn't. They fight over the stones. Mm-hmm. He, the bad guy then grabs the stones and is like, give them to me. The stones, like, light on fire. Mm-hmm. It burns the bag and they start falling out into the river. But the bad guy, he's like, no! And he grabs one of them. But yeah. it's still hot from the flames. So it burns his hand and he's like, ah! But <laughs> then he, he falls off. And he gets his comeuppance as he uh, falls in, like... Uh, as you said, CGI falls. Yeah, he and, just like, keeps, like, bumping his head on the side of this cliff. I, I, which I thought was good. Not only does he get eaten by crocs, but he, like, slams into the side of the cliff at one point. I thought it was... A little over the it top. It was funny, but it was a little... It was a little silly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. It was very over the top. But I, uh, I enjoyed it. Okay. Some solid comeuppance for the bad guy. It wasn't too bad. It was... Yeah. And I, I like it was like, you know, the, the stones caused his comeuppance. Like, yeah. the gods had their revenge on him. The army also rock up, and everyone's like, ha 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 ha, we survived. Ha 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 ha. And they yeah. return back to the village. They give them back their stone. And yeah. then all the kids return to the village as well. All the kids that have been stolen. Yep. And, and all the parents are like, yeah, my kids are back. Woo! Which is good. Indy's like, come on, team. Let's go back home. Who knows what other adventures we might go on before we reach home. And then Willie's like, no. No, I'm going back to Missouri where they never feed you snakes, try to take your heart out, and then lower you into a hot pit. But then uh, Indiana Jones pulls out his whip and he's like, come back here, lady. And he pulls pulls her close, and then they go for a kiss. Uh, but then short round is like not elephant time. <laughs> I like how against them getting together, short round is. It's great. <laughs> yeah. But then, but then they make out anyway. Yeah. End of the, the movie. It's a goodie. Yeah, it's a goodie. Yeah, it's, it's definitely good not as good as uh, the other two films. No, it's the worst one. <laughs> uh, I I will hold reserve for Crystal Skull because I haven't seen it at oh, all. Oh, Crystal Skull is so much worse, but it doesn't count. Oh, right, but it doesn't count. Because <laughs> right, it's got yeah. aliens and therefore is not canon in my mm-hmm. internal canon. Yeah, but also there's magic. So do you, do you canon magic? Yes. So magic is canon, but aliens are not. Because mystical. Mystical's mm. fine. An alien is sci-fi, sci-fi yeah. and silly. <laughs> More silly. Yeah, like I, I think I could have dealt with aliens if they didn't have like the spaceship at the very end. Yeah, that. Yeah, actually, I. It was the spaceship that kind of ruined it for me. Yeah, I, it's I, the, I don't mind the idea of like interdimensional beings, and that's why 
Kate Blanchett's like head explodes because she's got all this knowledge. I don't mind that, but the spaceship yeah, was, was cool. stupid because that's almost mystical and magical. Yeah, the exactly. spaceship is just like futuristic. Get out of here with your spaceships, George Lucas. Nah, you're all right. right. Good on you. Anyway, yeah, I think this is a goodie. It does feel like a disposable action film in the sense that a lot of James Bond movies do, but I think that's fine. Mm. I think yeah. it, it doesn't. I think it's very like, fun. Ruin it. Movie. Yeah. It's also kind of non-stop. This film never gives you a chance to catch your breath. It's like constant action the entire way through. There's never not something happening either, which is always good. Mm, so something's always happening. There's some really good locations, pretty good acting for the most part. I, think, I love the set. Uh, the, the set's incredible. The action's great. The music's great. It is, yeah, more problematic than any of the other Indiana Jones movies, yeah. but... I think you can look past it yeah. more so than you can any other film from the 80s that we've covered that ta- that does this sort of stuff. Yeah, so far, yeah. Yeah, so it's definitely a goodie for me. Uh, it would be like a, a three and a half, whereas the other movies are a four. Oh, the other movies? I don't know. I'd give Red as a five, to be honest. Yeah, like like yeah, like a 4.5. Yeah. Oh, probably. I didn't rate Raiders. Um, it mm. gets the, the Dead Dad Award, even though that's not something we're doing this year. Hell yeah. No, 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 no. Dead Dad Award. award. Um, Even though his dad is definitely not dead because his dad's in the third one. Yeah, Sean Connery will give him the the Proud Dad. Proud Dad Award. (laughs) Proud Dad Award. (laughs) Five out of five. I do want to go back and do Last Crusade. I haven't watched that one in probably about five years Mm. or something. It's been a while. I love Sean Connery. Oh, he's got Sean Connery. He probably beat his wife. What? And I mean that kind of ties it into the James Bond. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, so yeah. two goodies from us from Temple of Doom. Yep. I mean that that'll shock the audience when we give this two goodies. Yeah, I know. We've done so many goodies recently. I almost yeah, feel like great. we should do another bad film, but it's good. Mm. <laughs> I like doing good stuff. It is good. I mean, we, we probably will. Why? Don't, don't, don't jinx it. I mean, mm. Firestarter, Toxic Avenger, now this, back to back. It's been good. Mm. It's been a good time. Also, Breaking, which was also pretty fun. Mm. Two goodies for Temple of Doom. Let's pitch a sequel. Before we pitch a sequel, there is, of course, the actual sequel came out in... Well, what do you mean? When? Huh? There's a sequel to this? Last Crusade. Woo. Sean Connery is his dad. They go to walk across an invisible bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that movie. Why was that the scene that you chose? They've got to cross an invisible bridge. <laughs> the iconic That's the part. scene you chose to reference? The iconic part of Last Crusade. It is? Okay, in one of them, maybe the, like, the chalice of, you know... Yeah, but that's a spoiler. That's a spoiler, though. Oh, right. Yeah, Even though the Invisible um, Bridge is also a massive spoiler. Yeah, yeah. Hey, there's Nazis. Yep. Boom. Spoilers. <laughs> oh, no. The most iconic scene. We've come to see the tapestries. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's, that's the most iconic scene. That's incredible. Uh, in 1992, the young Indiana Jones Chronicle started on TV. It ran for two seasons, and the budget was so high that when the ratings were just okay, they went, this is too expensive, we can't make this anymore. So they got... Oh, really? Wow. They cancelled it, and they finished it up with a bunch of TV movies, and then, for the VHS release, and I have a lot of these on VHS, actually, they basically re-edited the entire TV show, so it's about 20 feature-length adventures. Oh, that's cool. So it's cool. From memory, it was really good. In particular, the mm. second season, I think, which is set in World War One. I. I thought that was Ooh. a really 
cool. cool. He's like a teenager. He's like 16, yeah. maybe 17, and he's at war. And that stuff was great. The early stuff when he's like 12 isn't as good. Yeah, no, that sounds like it's like, oh, I'm a 12-year-old. Oh, hmm. look at all these situations I'm getting in. Oh. The stuff he gets up to is still pretty exciting, though. Like, from memory, the first hmm. episode is a two-parter about Tutankhamun and then also child slavery ring in Egypt okay. or something. And it was kind of cool. Interesting. So I kind of want to go back to it. I think maybe we could do an episode on one of them. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I've never seen them before, so that would that'd be cool to do. They might not hold up at all, but... Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I'm interested. No, but that excites me even more. Yeah. Anyway, what's your sequel to this film? Or a prequel or a spin-off or whatever? Oh, I want a, I want a prequel to this, as I, as I mentioned. I want a younger Indiana Jones. Maybe not that young, mm-hmm. but like... Like late 20s. I like, yeah, late 20s. And you mentioned World War One. Well sequels or prequels have a theme on this show where i just go to war so world war ii is like many years after this movie so. i wasn't gonna go to world war ii instead we'll go to vietnam no wait that's um, that's way in the future <laughs> yeah i know uh you could do world war ii though but it makes sense because he's fighting nazis right yeah it's before world war ii nazis though so maybe maybe because mm. world war ii started in 39 and yeah. raiders and crusaders set in like 37 huh. 38 interesting so just okay. before the world War. so maybe Breakout. i'll maybe i'll do a sequel okay. sequel to all of these movies which is uh world war ii breaks out and the Nazis are using some sort of relic that they found, because that's what they were doing. They were looking for these relics to try and win the war. And so they managed to get something. I don't know what, what sort of relic they would get, though. Um, um, there are some other Indiana Jones stuff that you can kind of draw upon. There's, of course, Indiana Jones Goes to Atlantis, which I think is a video game. Mm, so there's, there's stuff like that that you could do. Oh, they have the, the, the Triton of Atlantis, maybe? Nah, I don't want, it. I don't want Atlantis. Although that's, that's a good one. Ooh, they have, like, the head of Medusa. Ooh. It's like this shrunken head, but it still has these, like, snakes and stuff, and it can still turn people to stone and whatever. Mm. And they've actually just got it in a machine. It's actually... It has, like, gem eyes or whatever, and they produce this sort of, like, radiation that turns people to stone. And they're Mm -hmm. using it to build a giant death laser. Nice. That, like... they used to like shoot America or something, mm-hmm. uh, and then Indiana Jones uh, gets recruited with a a, a, a squadron of uh, elite uh, special ops. Yeah, and that's 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 my sequel. There you go. Uh, well, mine is going to be set in the sixties, I think. So after Crystal Ooh. Skull, I want to bring Short Round back. I want to bring Short Round back as an adult. Oh, okay. And he's just going up to Indy, being like, dude. I was 12, and you what put the... me in constant danger. It was awesome. I'm going to sue you. Modern day, short round, maybe he's got a kid, and uh, they've got to mm. go on some sort of adventure. I'm not sure what. Mm. It's the 60s, so maybe oh, yeah. Cold War stuff, even though that's kind of what Crystal Skull was anyway. But maybe in mm. this one they've got to go to Russia or something. I don't know. But they've yeah. got to t- team up again. It's, it's old Indiana Jones about... Middle-aged short round, maybe short round son. Sure, Shia LaBeouf can be in it, why not? No, no, Shia LaBeouf's dead. <laughs> Alright, let's m- move on to... Ooh. Ving reviews. Yep, 
It's raving reviews. That's good. It's about a show where I go back and look at Rotten Tomatoes because it's the best place to find reviews. Mm. Um, but not just any reviews. Reviews from the audience because as we know, corporate people are corporate shills. That's why they have Ooh. corporate in their name. It's pretty simple. I, I, I'll tell a review by a user because they're always correct. And Sandro has to guess what they rated them. That's oh, it. Yeah. That's all. The, that's the whole segment. I'm interested to see what people thought about this film. You know, it was back and forth. It was very polarizing. There was people who hated this film and people who loved this film. There was no middle ground. Pretty classic for a sequel. Barely yeah. any middle ground. <laughs> yeah. Joshua says, darker and grittier than Raiders of the Lost Ark. The Temple of Doom is still brilliant, action-packed, and showcases Spielberg's directing talent. B+. B plus. All right. So, ooh, that's a hard yeah. one. That's a hard. Yeah. I, I, I'm. Ooh. Okay. I'm gonna go four, but it might also be three point five. Mm, okay. All right. It's a four out of five. Oh, so you did. You, you got it. Well done. Well done. Moving on to Blobbo, and I have to read this one in Blobbo's voice, obviously. Oh no. Blobbo enjoyed several times at theater in 1984. Not sure about home viewing. Picture need big screen. Great. <laughs> Thanks, Blobbo. Thanks, Blobbo. I like Thanks how for... Blobbo reviewed themselves in third person. This sounds like a uh, many times in cinemas. Got me feeling 4.5. 4.5. Ooh, it's 5 out of 5. Ooh, Very close. Fiver. Very close. It is a 5 out of 5. It yeah. is a 5 out of 5. Out I've got this movie on VHS and can confirm it looks bad. Mm. But that could just be because VHS is a bad format. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Colin says, well, still an entertaining flick. This Jones movie fails to meet the expectations set by its predecessor. Still, really good film. Really B good. plus. B plus. Ah, <laughs> then it's definitely not a 4 to 3.5. I've, I've gamed the system. Nope, it's a 4 out of Boo! 5. <laughs> Get right, nerd. Boo! Ah, <laughs> oh, gotcha, good. Nice. I knew that would get you. Good place. All right. <laughs> uh, so Anonymous says, that was so bad, dot, dot, dot. Oh. Was it? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> I don't know. You're the reviewer. You're telling me. Why? Sorry, I put this one in just because it infuriated me. <laughs> Why are you amazing. asking me? Why are you asking a question? Oh. You're leaving a review. That's ridiculous. Was it? Did you watch it? Did you make did you make an assumption? That wasn't so bad. Was it? It's Are you questioning the other people in the comments saying it was bad? What I don't know. Why are you anonymous? Does I mean this is why they're anonymous. Yeah, because they're bad. Does um, the was it start with a capital or a lowercase letter? Yes. It has a capital. Ooh, capital. Okay. Mm. Uh... It is spelled correctly, except there is a missing period in wasn't. Okay, great. I'm going to go probably 2.5. Ooh, it's 3.5. Oh, wow. 3.5, that's actually. not negative. Yeah. Okay. Because they thought it was pretty good. Well. It wasn't bad. Ridiculous. Uh, Evan says, pretty underrated. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom is more than an acceptable sequel, even if it doesn't equal up to its predecessor. It's true. A. 4.5 no, It's a 5 out of 5 Well, no, A plus is 5 out of 5 This person's wrong <laughs> Yep <laughs> But anyway uh, Don't worry, you should uh, you should get this one uh, Landon says There's a lot of unnecessary darkness in this film But it's still a solid, fun movie My grade, B plus <laughs> So many grades <laughs> There was more 
I didn't add it. This is ridiculous. Why are there so many greats? It's the third B plus we've gotten, and the previous two have both been four out of yep. five, which makes me think this one is. But also, it's probably three point <laughs> five. I'll go three point five again. I think. Ah, it is three point yes. five. You found this one out. There you go. Well done. Yeah, this one. This this may hurt to say, but random white run <laughs> says. Heart sacrifice and chill. No. <laughs> Which sounds like a great time. Heart sacrifice and Spice. chill. Heart sacrifice and chill. Ooh. Chill is capitalized. Ah, uh, it's a four. It's yep, that's a four out of five. Well done. Nice. Well done. Wow. Well done. All right. You're doing pretty well. You're doing yeah, pretty you got well. Three points. All right. Nicholas says, Indie rules! Explanation mark. That's all capitalized. Short round is super badass. <laughs> no explanation mark this time. Uh, it's a five out of five. It's a three point five. What? Wow. <laughs> yes. What a twist. Okay. Uh, like they, you know, it's an okay film, but indie rules. Short <laughs> round is super badass. Ben says really good, dark and gritty with a great action climax. I would have rated this higher if it if it wasn't for Willie. That's fair enough. <laughs> B plus. God damn it! <laughs> there were so many B pluses. I'm just going to just... go with four again. Yeah, it's four this yeah, time. Okay, it's four. And finally, Justin says, uh, "My review: It's a buy. Classic film. Great. Yep. Good to know that you would pay for this movie." <laughs> Yeah. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. person who's supporting the industry. I, I mean, I agree. Yeah. My review? It's a buy. Yeah. This is a buy. This is a buy. It's a classic film. 3.5. It's a 5 out of 5. Damn. All right. Nice. Yep. Well, I got four points. So it's not too bad. Yeah, you did pretty well, honestly. Yeah. I, I did manage to trip you up once with the B-plus thing, which was mm. the whole idea. Oh, uh, well. Um, but you got, like, three out of four on those, so I thought that was pretty, pretty good. You did pretty well. Anyway, that is the episode. Thank you for listening, as always. Uh, we're getting yeah. into blockbuster season, it seems, and that's always a fun time. Yeah, and it's enjoyable. So thank you for listening. If you like the show, there's uh, links in the description to our email address where you can send us some feedback if you want. We'll read it out on the show. You can also message us on uh, Facebook or message me on Instagram. Uh, We've also got a YouTube channel. You can comment there. And if you say, read this on the show in your comment, we'll read it on the show. Hell yeah. It's time for you to pick what we're doing next week. Yeah. You got three options, more than me three this week, options. which is good. All right. Once upon a time in America. Ooh. It's an almost four-hour-long crime film. Pass. About Robert De Niro, Ooh. who returns okay. to New York after being banished. Oh, okay. It's kind of like a crime, a little bit of a western, huh. in the style of a western. You've also got Streets of Fire. Ooh. Willem Dafoe, we love him. This is a movie also four hours long. <laughs> no. This one's about two hours. It's Willem Dafoe and a gang of biker friends. They kidnap a rock singer in a film that, according to the poster, is a rock and roll fable. Apparently, it's like a mixture of an action film, drama film, neo-noir, musical, and comedy. It's it's just a big old blender everything. Yeah, no, that's a lot. And then you've also got Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Spoilers for Ratha Khan, but Spock's dead and they're trying to find him. We haven't done a Star Trek movie, have we? It is an uneven Star Trek number, though. Yeah, but you would do... But, but Sandro, but Sandro, you were just saying (laughs) that we have to do some bad movies, right? 
So either this is a good Star Trek movie that we get to enjoy, or you get to do one of your bad movies. <laughs> so either way, I think we win on this one. Mm, you want to do Star Trek? What do you mean you don't want to do a four-hour long Robert De Niro film that's probably excellent, but is so long that we'll never watch it? Yeah, the problem is it's four hours. And as much as I want to do that one, it's four hours. It's Star Trek 3, which means you've got to watch Star Trek 1 and 2 because you chose and it's a sequel. So that's like six hours. <laughs> that is true. But... <laughs> Like, I only need to watch that film. But I also need to watch those other ones. But if I, like, skim through them and don't take notes... That's oh, fine. yeah. Like, yeah, taking notes. notes in a four-hour movie... Oh, you that know. loses my mind. I'd rather watch it over, like, two nights. Yeah, that that... That is true. You could do, like, a split and in half sort of anyway, thing. I kind of yeah. want to watch all three of these, to be honest. Mm, that is true. They yeah. all sound pretty good. But I want to do... I want to do Star Trek. I love sci-fi. I want to do some more sci-fi. Throw the sci-fi back in. Sci-fi? Uh, because it is a sci-fi. No, because it is a sequel, you've... Yeah, you've got to watch 1 and 2. I kind of want to watch mm. 1 and 2 as well. It's been ages. Mm. Hey, how about you come on spin-off? Nerd Out Ooh. spin-off with Reese and I, and we can talk about those two Star Trek movies. Wow. What a suggestion that you've just suggested now out of the blue. Mm. What a great idea. I should do this thing. How about we do that this Wednesday on the Nerd Out channel? You have never brought up the fact that you are getting me on on to nerd out your your podcast that you do with reese that uh you can find on itunes and uh spotify are you on spotify yeah we're on spotify oh you are okay uh and and do you have youtube no and and a facebook i know you have facebook we do have facebook we don't have youtube i shared i shared a post you did it was very nice of you we'll get you on that show hey the episode's coming out on wednesday that was a quick turnaround wow (laughs) over on no doubt spinoff it's star trek the motion picture and star trek rather khan and then come back here next monday for star trek search for spock it's a star trek week star trek week is this week have fun star trek week live long and bloody prosper star trek week (laughs) star trek week let's wrap it up with our favorite quote from indiana jones in the star trek week what's your favorite quote oh there there's there's a few ones uh do you do you have your one yeah mine is water 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 (laughs) yeah that's a good one uh my one uh will be a classic quote which is I hate bugs. I hate animals. I hate dirt. I hate the outside. I hate, hate, hate. <laughs> ah! The classic quote. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.